everyone and welcome to Voice Notes. This is everyday conversation between two businesswomen about the things that matter. Uh, your hosts are myself, Ali Hart, and hello. Claire Kelly. I love being called a host. I like that. Well, I was listening to a podcast on a rainy walk there and they called themselves the hosts. So I'm up in my game. I'm upping our game for us, Claire. <laughs> so yeah, so we're two businesswomen, one in Ireland, uh, Northern Ireland, one in Scotland, and we're talking to you about the things that matter most. Mm. Hey, tell today. usually that's you that says that can't you because I got my words all wrong um today we are going to talk about how we've adapted which I know we've kind of touched on before adapted with the whole lockdown situation and um well Ali and I were talking we've probably had this conversation between ourselves many times about all the different things that we could be doing mm-hmm. um so yeah so Ali you want to yeah, well, I'm laughing there talking about the fickle things and adapting. So my just to add in, you know, a fickle note. So during lockdown, the first time around, I got really into coffee, but not to the point where I could tell you anything about coffee. Okay, I just became fancier and I pour it through the, I don't even know the oh. name of it, right? You know, it's like a ball yeah. on the bottom and then filter thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got really into that. So I gave up on my pods, which are the the you know the Nespresso one right because I was like ugh, they taste like charcoal anyway but it means every single time I make a coffee whether it's a quick coffee or a coffee for six people well no never six people here sorry don't talk nonsense three people me my mom and my husband I have to grind the beans every time because I got rid of the so that's how I adapted my palate adapted to this fancy coffee and then Michael for Christmas surprised me the bag of the same coffee from these roasters which I'd also treated myself to so my point being, there just before he came on um, air, I text Michael and said, I'm ready to descale and bring back the pods machine. Like, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> so sorry. Don't you find that's the sort of thing that was so many people at the start of the first lockdown, like, I'm going to learn a new skill. I'm going to take up slam poetry. Okay, that's a ridiculous thing. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> I think it was the whole idea of you grounding coffee like a full-on hipster. Uh-huh. But like um, to the point where if I get up early to go and meet a friend for walk, I have to grind it the night before because it's so loud you can hear like me. Oh my lord! So anyway, but I've managed that for what like nine months now, and I just text. I was like, "Let's just kill the the pod thing. I'm ready. I'm ready to go back." But sorry, in terms of business things that I've adapted, yeah, um, I always dreamed about going online with my workshops. I feel like a bit of a broken record, but actually, no, I'm really. I feel very solid about them. I, I, I feel like with the reach globally, with the corporates, yeah. I didn't have to go looking for it last year, but now I want to adapt even further so that there's concrete courses on my, like on the site for people to buy. And it's me putting them through a course for four weeks. It feels people are ready. The dip in, dip out was great and it worked and it served a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the reasons that when I adapted, I also um oh sure how do you adapt I don't know I, Michael and I became better communicators <laughs> because he he had to join the business for so long so when I had 40 people at those workshops it was us filling single pots of paint which I'm showing Claire and I which even we've got easier better ways to do it now but um yeah there are many ways adapted I guess everything online but also oh, I don't know maybe I'm just a bit more you and I talk about this too that just and you're the, the podcast that you are at the minute mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. can find the podcast for CK therapy Claire Kelly 
mm-hmm. who's in the front of me on Zoom now, talked about her story and her professionalism on my podcast. And I think we're better at just owning the space now. Yeah. So what yeah. about you? Um, I think... I kind of, well, I, you know, we know I kind of shelved my business just because I was, I just couldn't handle it all. I was doing bits and pieces, but it wasn't like, it wasn't what it was. Um, so, but I think I've more adapted maybe within myself, like, you know, yeah. like, maybe that's just because of the type of person I am, but definitely more self-reflection and, um, and I have had to, but I feel like maybe playing catch up now because I never really did anything in like when I did things in front of people, it was always a one-to-one or my corporate things. So I didn't really have online, like with a big presence in that way it was just like the small subscribers and, mm-hmm. and that, you know that was working away in the background so I feel like I was like right I'm ready to put myself out there in front of a mix of people and go through that slog now obviously that's been kiboshed again um but I have managed to pull that online so it's almost like I was forced into doing something in one way and then I'm like oh actually you can still just do it online like you were well it was a bit exhausting for you adapting because one minute the government and I know like I'm not blaming anybody or bashing any of the government like I wouldn't want their job I wouldn't want to have to navigate a pandemic but you're adapting one month seemed to change the next month seemed to change the next day so um, I love looking in and seeing how all of those adaptions and all that content that you maybe did put on the shelf is now just like at your fingertips yeah and you know it's, it's wild I think did I say this on the last week's podcast which is just what I said to you but I could find a, a secret hidden pages on my website did I say this I found I'd created these pages where I put all this information up and I just and I thought I'm not ready to put this out there because I wasn't sure where it would fit in yeah quite smugly I'd like named the hidden pages you'll thank me later and Love you better thank me oh yeah no you just told me that myself you just told me that and um, well I smug was past clear that she was like you'll need this but, well um last night of my meeting with Sharon she opened it with like right in at the screen you know it was like who does Claire's website and I said she does it herself like your website is very good very slick and but things and we talk about this as well like they never phase you whereas me it sends me into a complete maybe it's because I have like 300 products or something well, that's you have all the products you have all the products. and it took me a yeah. lot of time to figure out what I wanted on my website because I do do quite a lot in terms of there's a physical side and there's the talking therapies and we all knew that I was going down the talking therapy routes and the physical was going away so mm-hmm. because that stopped or not not stopped but has eased off I've had to then be like right we'll just go back down this way and for a little while I was like how is that going to be perceived like jack of all trades master of none like what does she actually really do um but it is what it is yeah. I do what I do so can I follow on from that to say that well on that rain walk the podcast I was listening to is called being boss and um you and I followed them for a while but it's now just one it's Kathleen oh no no oh dear hope they don't listen to our podcast it's the other one who now runs it anyway um they were talking today about being a multidisciplinary creative and how it's okay and it was just really good there was three on the panel and they were just stripping apart whether it's okay to have a taster like when you go into the froyo 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 that <laughs> yogurt place you get yeah. a little taster you get a little spoon whatever and you rarely go with the first one and um, then by the time you go to the the, the the full pot of yogurt it still is rarely just one flavor you'll have a little bit of other things and she was talking about how it's about going so you know yeah everything 
in today, a lot of things in today's world is like get really clear in your audience, get really straight down the middle. Like, what is it you offer? Blah, blah, blah. But actually, it's okay to be multidisciplinary as long as you like a have passion in that and can follow through with that and mm-hmm. see results. And you're not just falling on one thing because you think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I think it's depend your message has to be consistent with everything you do. And I think that's so your values. If you think of your values. Yeah, yeah. So I like, I think um, when I like to, to ease off everything, I didn't really, I was kind of lost in myself as well. So I couldn't put anything into my business because so much of it is me. So how could mm-hmm. I, you know, if I wasn't sure where I was at and I was just like, felt like I was just in this weird COVID fog, not that I hadn't had COVID, but you know, just the, the unknown. Um, how could I, how could I be, know what I was going to put out to other people, you know? Mm-hmm. So when it was really, really quiet, that just gave me time to just, like I was saying with you the day, just sit in the fear, sit in the fog, sit in the mess. Yeah, um, I, I do feel a wee bit like that at the minute, but I spoke to a friend earlier um, as well about how it's January and a pandemic and lockdown and it's you do have to just like bit by bit every every day and without getting too like deep about it you know I I feel like I go from swinging from one way of being like I can do this I can conquer the world I will continuously have an income to how about like if nobody ever buys and you know anyway it feels like the universe always answers me when I do that and there's a sale or there's an inquiry but yeah something always happens but hey here's a thing though if we weren't doing what we were doing what would you do now I I'd like I, the new year's first so I was having a conversation with two of my gorgeous friends who are who'll be listening hi well I say it I said it hi Ro hi Miles how are you hi girls you're my students too Woo-hoo. yeah small world eh so um we've had this thing for a while where um people would ask for pictures of my feet on Instagram so I was just like mm, creep and blocking them because I don't like don't just don't and I remember telling Ro ages ago about these people and she was like you can make money off this now Rasheen is just a magnificent being but like we we're on this call last night and I realized just how Chris Jenner she can be like <laughs> did she have a career it mapped out so we were sitting on this call and they were like you got to start selling your feet Claire. you got to start selling these pictures and I was like no 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 because I'm a professional who loves her business and I don't think because you know it doesn't really go with my brand like nobody would know it's you they're only your feet I'm like exactly. I feel vital. what's it you're agreeing as well sorry yeah I know I'm like but if nobody's gonna know <laughs> when I start driving around in a I don't know secondhand S Max <laughs> <laughs> that's true we always talk about this even if you had the money you wouldn't get a big fancy car but then we realized that Maz had beautiful hands so before you know it this whole career has been mapped out for my feet and Maz's hands well, it is proven, and I did say this to you because you you told me about this conversation. Um, so whenever my friend Jamie is a photographer and he's wild and he's brilliant, we've known each other from we're seven, so we we fight like cat and dog. But he is he's probably the one that captures me like in the because by the end of it I relax and it's great, blah 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 for profile photos. But I was in my bare feet because I'm just I'm so lazy, and I was in like I had my dungarees on, and he's like we're in a neighbor's garden. He's taking photos of me and he keeps saying, get your feet out, get your feet out. And we'll put it, we'll put it on the, on Instagram past five o'clock and everybody will love it. People love feet. People love feet. So there you go. It's a real thing. <laughs> I'm not doing it though. So. Well, I'm going to start looking at adverts. Not that none of us really watch adverts anymore, but yeah, I'm going to look and take in feet. 
I, I really was concerned where you were going with that line. <laughs> I was really concerned. <laughs> Your listeners, but as in, I'm going to look. I'm going to look at it from a business point of view too, because I'm that person who tell me you want to build a business. Like, like I can help you. I can help you. So. <laughs> Well, your feet like this we saw this thing the other day and this man had um Rasheen, weirdly it was Rasheen again sent a link to this man that makes it was like four and a half grand a month on only fans selling um pictures of himself and he was really muscly i mean he wasn't well, didn't do it for me but in every photo he said he said he made pictures sorry he said he was making money put some pictures of his feet but in every photo there was like this very sort of adonis body as well and i'm like i don't know if it's his feet that's like but yeah my mouth is hanging open here wait a minute what did I think what I could do do you know what I probably could have done but I shunned didn't shun but I said no thank you to all of them the influencer side yeah I was on the brink of all of that and could have made but I just I I didn't fit right with my soul soul see soul soul of my feet (laughs) well things like at the minute you know even though the other day someone asked me like can we send you uh like a voucher to go and get this like meal kit and it's really cool and I love the brand but just right now I, I, I don't know I just can't even though it's becoming normalized I think that it's still uh, from a business point of view for me if I was to employ influencers or to pay them it's still undervalued att- underpriced attention like it's still for the money they charge if you were doing that on a huge ad but yeah I do think to myself I probably could have made a good bit of passive income in that yeah you could be in Dubai just now with all the rest I was gonna say I could do I could go to Dubai but this backside at the minute would not look good in a thong bikini and also I, I mean I love you but if you said you're going to Dubai I'd be like Ali well also there's just a few issues with my business that it just I just don't think it aligns with me right now you know that's not like yeah well it might be more of a moral thing well I'm not, I'm not actually I shouldn't say that that sounds like I'm judging people who sell pictures of their feet I'm not I just wouldn't what else would you do? Um, I, you know, you know that I would love to be a lorry driver. You've known yes. that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I promise you, I passed a Scania the other day, and my eyes were, uh, they, we were going. It was yesterday in the in the motorway, and Abraham was shouting out that it's got an ah ah ah, which is his, you know, a for Abraham. Yeah. And I was like, it's a Scania, baby boy. It's a Scania. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, it's always an option. I, I always stay away that. from home quite a bit. And um, let's face it, you know, with Brexit, I might be stuck in the borders in France. God. Oh, yeah. No, maybe not. I always think I'd quite like to be um, a drama teacher or something. Although I wouldn't, don't think I'd like to deal with the children. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I could. Like, I, after, after homeschooling, which I don't, I can't call homeschooling. It's emergency schooling, let's be honest. Um, and great. Great at it. Um, I think I, I'd love. Like I remember one of my teachers when I was at school wanted me to be a teacher, and she was a bit clear. You'd have a captive audience the whole time, and I think that's what appealed to me. Like having a room full of people that had to listen to me. Yeah, I think I would be for a presenter, TV presenter. I always wanted to be a Blue Peter presenter. Mm-hmm. And this for, week, sorry, yes, I, yeah, I can see you as a Blue Peter presenter. Always want to do that. Well, this week when I did the um, the free download for the kids' relaxation. I was like, afterwards, I put it up like it's been downloaded over the place and there's loads in Ireland Yay. and it's amazing in Canada. And I was like, what? And I thought, this is the closest I'm ever going to be to a kids TV presenter. And part of me wishes that I'd like put on my dunker, you know, 
but I didn't. Well, like me, me and my dungarees and my YouTube yeah, yeah, channel. Dungarees, but I, am, I, I hate listening to myself on my YouTube, but I just keep with the idea that I just have to create and show creation to the masses, the kids, you know, get that. Yeah, my but kids love watching them. My experience, my work experience was in a, um, was in a, a TV, it was TV place it was like the equivalent like the other one not BBC over here but the other one and I remember them saying you've got a great voice for radio um which I thought was really interesting because I have a very deep voice and always have had a very annoying voice but then uh, interestingly that same man I saw him so what's the 15 16 years later last year and he's still presenting but he's now moved from tv to radio and it, I, it wasn't given enough time to say to him have I still got a good voice for radio? Oh, I think you've got a good voice. I like listening to your voice. Oh, it's very loud. And I try to fiddle with the the, the things here. But anyway, I, I do think that maybe I should invite him on my podcast too, because he's done it. He's made a present, presenting, TV presenting, BB, newsreader, journalism. That's amazing. And I was doing radio. That's I so guess cool. there's a bit more depth in journalism, is there, than TV presenting? I don't know. Huh? They prob- yeah, probably. But it's a different type of research, isn't it? It depends what type of journalism. I don't yeah. know much about it. I remember speaking of voices, I remember um, being primary three. So I'd have been what, six or seven. And um, the school photographer came to take her photos. And I sat up on the chair and the man said, what's your name? And I said, Claire. And he went, oh, Claire with the deep voice. Oh. And he made me paranoid. Yeah, still am paranoid about my voice. Ever yeah. No, 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 no. Someone said... Isn't that uh, yeah, right? well, it's the same thing because you do you feel paranoid. I, I was told I had deep voice, but yeah. I used to. Um, did I tell you I won a screaming competition whenever I was younger? No, I, I won a Super Mario t shirt for screaming the loudest. Yeah, my gosh, and then I lost <laughs> my voice for a week. Um, I was gonna say something else there about a job or about a thing. What, what, what were you saying about in school? I don't know, photographer, school photographer came. Oh, I knew what I was gonna th- say. Today, for some reason, I was watching a whale on my break there, a whale, a huge whale off Thailand, like eating. And its mouth's massive and they're so gorgeous. And then it swims away. And I, for a moment, thought, imagine being someone that was filming that, photographing that. that like, not be- David Attenborough in that style, but the wa- yeah. I love water. I love the whale, like big, huge whale. That's mad. I, well, when I was in Sri Lanka last year, um, we saw blue whales and they were just the size of them you just can't get over it and they were oh. so close well it was only one but yeah but getting in the water with them no thank you oh gosh well of course not well, I would obviously be in a Korean you know a pie but some of these people don't though they go down don't they with those little yeah oh no I'd get I don't like that have you ever been um, deep sea diving <laughs> no Ali I don't even like going to the deep end of the pool <laughs> yes I forgot about that sorry <laughs> Um, I did the boys the, the Abraham's really into sharks at the minute and it was off topic slightly but uh, my one trip when I was 19 in the Bahamas I uh, stood on half a shot glass which is broken and it opened so speaking of fate maybe this isn't that far removed from our conversation <laughs> maybe this is why I don't do the fit modeling career <laughs> Um, underneath my toe so just that soft bit of your feet you probably know the proper planter anyway wherever this bit is in your foot and um, I stood on that I probably did need attention other than 
the many people who were attending to me who were drunk and it was dreadful. I wasn't actually drinking, I don't think either. Um, because I didn't until I was 21 or something. But um, so I should have thought stood on half a shot glass, still managed to be in the jacuzzi, dreadful, blood everywhere. Like I'm sure like can you imagine rogues doing that now? Went back up to the room, tried to get it sorted. I definitely needed stitches, but nobody was in a fit state to get me sorted. Uh, the next day, two days later, sorry, I being wild alley that I bowled alley as I uh, formerly known. I met these guys from Canada. Again, another seamless link to your <laughs> people that are downloading here. I met these guys and because um, everybody else was just doing things I didn't want to do and gambling and whatever. So these guys, I met them when we went on their boat. So they're the same age as me. They were like 19. And we went on a boat. Can you imagine it? It was the most beautiful. Like the Bahamas, so yeah. crystal clear. It was stunning. Disappeared. I disappeared basically for a day with these guys. And um, we were swimming. They showed me. They showed me how to taught me how to spear fish. Oh my gosh! Spear. But because I had a very large open wound, and I couldn't hear when I was under the water. No. Oh no. There was a small shark. Yeah. Uh, and it ended be, it ended with them they had to because I was having a great time and I was like snorkeling over here and then spear so we caught a lobster I thought I was the best thing ever and then yes yeah, so it was a, it was only a baby one but it was so I was like what is the panic why are you being so dramatic and they're like blood your your foot so yeah my foot was open wound and no see no that's my <laughs> no thank you the boys love when I tell her that story because I, the thought of it now is like, now all I can imagine is just having no foot and being 19. Yeah. You're but, so much cooler than me because I just wouldn't. And I wouldn't tell, I'm, I'm going to tell my kids that story now. And they'll be like, well, Ali's so wonderful. And I'll be like, she is actually. No, no. It was more the pan, them not being able to communicate to me. And then the only way yeah. it was like I'm smushing not, around. The whatever. thing is, if there was one, mm-hmm. you know, and where there's so a baby. Whoa. We moved the boat and then and we barbecued the lobster. It was very dreamy. Well, that is amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You've had a magical life. Maybe no, you have. I haven't. <laughs> Not anymore. You've got good stories. I've just got people creeping on my Instagram asking for my feet. Well, do you know what you should do next time? Just charge them. Just to say, well, I kind of... This is my PayPal account. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make it friends and family? I don't want to lose anything on this. Do you want one or two? <laughs> no, thank you. Do you know, do you watch Shit's Creek at all, though? No. I love Shit's Creek. Do you remember whenever they had, um, it was her mom was doing the signing? Yes! And she shouted, she said, it's, you know, 80 for one, 145 for two for the feet as well. Yes. It's a big thing, though. Like, fair play to people who can make them money off it. And I'm not shaming anybody at all. Like, I'm saying I don't want to do it. I just, I just... um Adapt and thrive, I like to talk about. So maybe if you adapt to that Listen, part of Listen, you think there's, it's a slippery slope. You start off with selling your foot photos. The next thing you know, you're selling used socks. You know. <laughs> used socks. I've just been for a 15 mile run. <laughs> a pair for, you know, two for a pound. Two you know. for a pound. Well, a pound, come on. Add up your rates a bit. Worse. Your feet are worth more than that, as are your smelly socks. Of which I had a few whenever we'd be running together. You always left socks. Behind. I would left something at your house. That's why I'd have to come back. True. So, yeah, that's how people can adapt in this. Yeah. Uh, oh, I bet you didn't expect the conversation to go there. but <laughs> And I, f- I feel like I went straight in there. Basically, what we're saying is embrace opportunity. Maintain your values. 
and make sure it's on brand with your don't brand. don't cap your dreams either <laughs> if you have dreams of <laughs> feet I think I have quite nice hands. I used to think I had quite nice hands. I'm very handsy, but then my knuckles are getting bigger, which is the same as my granny and my mum. Okay. But when I used to play piano, people would say that I had quite hands. nice hands. But no, not now. They're knuckly and they're. I've got very, look, I've got quite old lady hands. No, I think that's the, the point is you have to make them continue to look fresh because that's again open Instagram and it was um, a two it was a picture of a young hand and an older lady's hand beside it and it just said yeah life's short and I'm ending on that because it is yeah your feet are only going to be model material for short space of time life is short embrace change and difference <laughs> on that note you can find me at OnlyFans <laughs> Thank you everybody for listening um, and thanks for your continued support and subscribing and following and everything. You can find us on the social medias, um, Voice Notes the Podcast on Instagram, Voice Notes the Podcast at gmail.com is our- Also, if you'd like to send us a voice note about your awkward moments um, for the one that we released last week, we're going to put those together. So it'd be really cool to have you on yeah. there. Or jobs, or if you've got any advice about selling pictures of your feet obviously like, i'm intrigued and i won't steal your um like it's a niche market yeah yeah whatever whatever you've got going on you've got going on okay well thanks everybody and please do subscribe um and if you want to leave us a review that would be amazing too thanks everyone thank you bye bye